Thank you for tuning into the Life Room Podcast. Real life, real Christians, real struggles. My name is Sean Wilson, and I'm excited to introduce you to the type of teachings you can expect at the Life Room Community Church, a new ministry that will be launching in April 2023. The truth is, many people are winning in church, but struggling in life. At the Life Room, helping you translate kingdom principles to your family and your relationships is our focus. So if you like what you hear and are interested in learning more about what makes the LRC different, visit our website at liferoomcc.com and get ready for a ministry that is real and relevant to your life. Our text today will be coming from Acts chapter 9, verses 32 through 35 of the King James Version. This miracle is not for you. Make sure he gets the glory. Verse 32 reads, Meanwhile, Peter traveled from place to place, and he came down to visit the believers in the town of Lydda. There he met a man named Aeneas, who had been paralyzed and bedridden for eight years. Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and roll up your sleeping mat. And he was healed instantly. Then the whole population of Lydda and Sharon saw Aeneas walking around, and they turned to the Lord. Sometimes we make the mistake of not realizing that many times God does things for us, not solely for us, but sometimes so that we can be an example of what he can do for others. We find this in our text today, as Peter comes to Lydda to visit with those who were believers. I want you to remember why Peter came to town. He comes to Lydda, as the text says, to visit those who were believers. While he was visiting, there was a man named Aeneas who had been not only paralyzed, but bedridden for eight years. Notice that the text stresses that not only was he paralyzed, but he was bedridden. Might I suggest to you that the writer differentiates the two because it is possible to be paralyzed, but not bedridden. In other words, even if you have a condition, your condition does not have to sideline you. Who am I talking to today that can say, even if he does not change my situation, I can still be productive where I am? Stop basing your ability to be productive on your situation. Because if you do base it on your situation, you will find yourself highly inconsistent because life is filled with changes. Listen. I'd rather be productive despite of versus being unproductive because of. The truth is, there are many people who have stopped their assignment because they found themselves having to deal with life. The unfortunate truth about having an assignment from God is that the enemy tries even harder to sidetrack you because he understands that if you were to complete a God assignment, many lives will be changed. That's why he wants to keep you from your potential. He wants to keep you in a place of bondage and not freedom because although you may be working and may even be experiencing some success, if you're not in line with what God called you to do, you're missing some of the people he designed for you to influence. Don't allow success to seduce you into rerouting into what is comfortable for you when God has different for you. Now, one of the things that we don't often consider, we think that this only pertains to those who know they have an assignment from God. 
See, take me for example. I grew up in church, and I've had many people to see and verbalize the things that God was going to use me to do. But may I suggest to you that there are so many people who are not in the church who have an assignment from God. Yeah, I know this may not be popular opinion, but there are people who are in prisons right now. There are people who are gang members right now, and they may have never had anyone to affirm that God has a plan for their lives. But get this, the enemy knows. And so the enemy recognizes how great that person would be for the kingdom if they understood their assignment. And so he clouds their vision to keep them from making the impact that they were created to make. Excuse me for getting so far away from, from our text today. Because in our text, Peter encounters Aeneas and says, Jesus Christ heals you. This is an important point I need you to see. Nowhere in the scripture does it say that Aeneas asks for prayer. Nowhere does it indicate that Aeneas made, made a nowhere does it indicate that Aeneas made a post with the praying hands emoji saying, All those who know the words of prayer, pray for me. In fact, nowhere in this text does this say this prayer took place in a service or was part of the order of service. Listen. If you believe in the power of prayer, stop waiting for those who don't realize they need the help to ask for help. That person that I talked about earlier, who has never been affirmed or confirmed, may not know what to ask for. Because if we are honest, none of us know completely what we should be praying for. As the scripture even indicates in Romans 8 and 26, that the spirit help us out infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for but the Spirit itself make it intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. So if us, with our saved and filled with the Spirit selves, don't know what to pray for, how can we expect those who don't know Christ to know? See, I know if I see you angry that you might have an anger issue, but what I can't see is that your anger was started from a childhood trauma. See, sometimes instead of trying to figure people out, we just need to pray that Jesus Christ heals them. I love how Peter is not even specific about what Jesus needs to heal. Maybe he knows what has caused Aeneas' paralysis, or maybe he doesn't. But what he does know is whatever the issue is, Jesus can heal him of that thing. Can I also add, and maybe it's just me, but I don't think it's necessary that we need to publicize when God leads us to pray for people. There needs to be a certain humility to allow you to do what might cause you to be inconvenienced by doing, especially when no one witnesses it, and therefore you don't have anyone to praise you for what you did. It appears we are living in a time where people are more concerned with the appearance that I'm praying for you than actually doing it without the fanfare. After Peter tells this man that Jesus heals him, he tells him not only to get up, but to roll up your sleeping mat. In other words, don't make it easy to go back to what you have been delivered from. Tap your neighbor and let them know I need deliverance and discipline, or else we will find ourselves right back into those old places. My belief is that Aeneas' real issue was not his paralysis. He could have still been effective in that state. 
His issue was his mindset that he was no longer useful and therefore bound to a place of rest. Sometimes we become bound not by our situations, but by our mindsets. The scripture says he was healed instantly. But watch the good part in verse 35. Because in verse 32 where we started at, the scripture says that he came to Lydda only to visit those who were believers. But because of the power of God and his great works, in verse 35 it says that now the whole population of Lydda and Sharon now believes. I don't know who this is for, but I came to let you know that sometimes the things God does in your life, the many ways that he made for you, the things he delivered you from aren't for you. Sometimes they are so that others who are around you will believe. Somebody need to let your neighbor know that you're just the vessel. Yeah, don't get the big head. Allow him to get the glory. Will you be humble enough that when he heals you, you give the glory to God so that others may believe also? Will you testify that I was sick, but God healed me? I was broke, but he made a way. I had lost hope, but he sent the right person just in the nick of time. There are people whose belief in God is tied to the witnessing of you overcoming what you're going through. You have no choice but to survive. You, you have no choice but to get through what you're going through. Because if you win, they win. If you win in Charleston, they are going to hear about what he did for you in Somerville. If you win in Lake City, they are going to inquire about who healed you in Florence. And so in 2023, Jesus is still performing miracles. And I believe that Jesus is going to perform some miracles in your life. But when he does, make sure he gets the glory. God's miracles are not just for you. Well, we hope you enjoyed today's broadcast. If so, visit our website at liferoomcc.com to hear today's full episode. Also, learn more about the Life Room Community Church coming soon to your area.